0: going on everybody welcome back to another episode of the vile files ask nick edition i'm your host nick joined by Allie and amanda ladies how are you what's new what's going on what's
1: new with you ma'am i'm
2: i (laughs) lo and behold i'm only seeing one person it's going well
0: sounds like you defined a
2: well (laughs) sort of um F- labels have been floated labels have also been sort of i don't know i think it's had you're up. on the
0: verge of having a boyfriend yeah potentially but yeah. you said
1: he hadn't seen you sad and you didn't
0: want to yeah. find things but you're also that so <laughs> the fact that you're talking about this here means you have a level of confidence about and and you're not afraid for him to hear this
2: yeah, well, I don't think he's going to hear this. I think. Yeah, but. I,
0: but. but.
2: Do you think it's fair for me to draw a boundary with people I'm seeing to be like, hey, this is my work. Like, I would really appreciate if you don't listen to it. Because I see on one hand, I'm like, I think I can ask. But like, if somebody else were talking about me on a podcast, you know, I'm listening to that. Yeah, shit. <laughs> it's just a
0: weird thing to. You, it's a weird thing to ask. Because it's like, well, why? It spark, It'll create more of a curiosity. Yeah. It's the whole, don't look behind you. You're just like, why? What do you mean? And then you look <laughs> behind you.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, it's uh It's a tricky. tricky one. I don't it's know. Tricky. But he must know you've brought him up. He I has no idea? He's clueless?
2: I don't know that it's like, I don't know that he knows.
0: <laughs> well, like New Girl knew.
2: Yeah, well, she was like, she was on it. You involved. Know? She was involved. She would listen so much. And I tried to be like, "Please don't." And then she would. And I'd be like, "Fair, you know,
0: yeah, okay. well, it's going well.
2: it's just, yeah, his I think his roommate has listened once before. so it's like,
1: my question is, how did we end things with broken leg guy? Um, that ended very
2: honestly, but be- like best it could have because where- I feel like
1: he was very into you more so than you were into him at the end.
2: No, I think we were into each other in different ways. I think, like, he was genuinely, like, we were frenemies with benefies. That was our title. And I think, like, the, I think he was genuinely, like, a friend. I think, I don't know. It became a thing where, like, we were still seeing each other for a little while. Like, a little bit of overlap. But we kind of stopped having sex, honestly. Like, we just hang out together mm-hmm. and then, like, sleep in the same bed. So that was, like, I think it was already kind of petering out. And I think the way, because I, I don't know, I didn't want to. I really have a lot of respect and care for him. Yeah. I think he's wonderful, and I think he's been very good to me.
0: So you're no longer seeing him.
2: So I'm no longer seeing him in a romantic capacity. But we still, like, we still do, like, comedy at the same theater. So it's, like, we're on, like, very good terms. And, like, I kind of said to him, I was, like, we just had, like, a weird... We had a weird history. And it was, like, it's just got complicated. And, like, it can't really be casual. But it's also, like, I think commitment. There's, like, too many weird little skeletons in the closet. And then also, I don't know, I think I was just, like... I, I, would, I was like, I want to give myself the opportunity. I want to put myself in new situations where I can have an updated, like my updated sense of self and emotional knowledge can be, actually be reflected. Because you know how when you start a situation with someone a little while ago, if you do growing, it can absolutely be reflected in the current dynamic. But there's still certain things that started at the beginning that are kind of like weird little through lines. And so I think I was just like, I don't know, I feel very good about the person I'm seeing now. I was just like, I want to give myself a nice little clean slate.
1: Okay. We had an Olympic podium and bar guy's flag has <laughs> currently been lowered down. His national anthem is playing. <laughs> and new girl and broken leg guy are being good sports.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> well where, what's, gonna, what's the next step?
1: I think it's
2: probably formalizing a label. I I think it was, like, when it was brought up, it was more just, like, I'm meeting a ton of his friends, and it's, like, weird to be, like, this is a girl I hang out with, you know? And so I think it was sort of a— Are you
0: guys saying goodnight and a good morning to each other?
2: No, because I don't fucking like texting. I mean, we're staying at each other's places a lot. They say it in person. They just don't text him. <laughs> yeah. Every single, I would never text him good morning. Every single morning I drive over, wake him up and say good morning and then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's I feel what like, it means to be a boyfriend to me. Uh, you manifested
1: this though, because recently, I don't even know when this episode was, maybe a few months ago, and we were talking about the coming summer and you were like, no, like I had my crazy summer. I wouldn't be surprised if I was just seeing one person by this summer. So I really feel like you, yeah, you brought this into your own. Maybe it's just like
2: I. I get why people do, and I've always I've been actively doing stupid stuff. But like I get why people do stupid stuff when you like someone because it's just like when you like have that like X factor. It's just so pleasant.
0: You seem happy. That's you know, see yeah. Where, see where it goes. That's, that's, that's often. fun. Uh, I got a, a question for you too. When when you're dating someone and you're in a relationship with someone and you're talking about other people, do you think? like how much context matters
2: are we talking about an ex no or like someone you've hooked up with
0: just people. no just people maybe like, potentially i don't know but like and by context i mean like context. like looks can matter right and by looks i mean well what do they look like How do, how do other people perceive them when you're talking to your significant other about like another like another gender that you're attracted to? Like, do you want, do you care if your partner says like, oh, well, you know, they're a good looking person, so X, Y, and Z? Or would you rather not hear that? Am I making sense?
2: Yeah, no, you are making sense. (laughs) I was about to say no. (laughs) Oh, no, I get what you're, you're basically like being like, if you add in a descriptor, like being like, like, I, I presumably complimenting.
0: Presumably. Like well, it's just more like, yeah, and they like, they're a good-looking person, so people reacted, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then the question is, like, did I need to know that they were a good-looking person? Or did I need to know that you know that they're a good-looking person? And my response is, we both know they're a good-looking person.
1: hmm I feel like, it, yeah, for certain it's people, more it goes saying.
0: But my question is, is, like, is it sometimes, like, a, do I, on a need-to-know basis? Like, is it it potentially an overshare?
2: Well, I think it's, like, it's, like, what is the, how, why is it necessary context? Is it because, like, people thought the two of you were together? Because I think there's ways to do it that's almost a little bit, like, I, and there's almost ways to do it that are a little bit, like, not adding someone, but sort of being, like, "Mm." it's, like, I'm not saying you should be jealous, but I think, like, I, I just think there's ways of doing it that can sort of
1: activate. Sure. Oh, like uh, an anxiety. I feel like I need more context. I just don't understand. Like, what are we talking about other people regarding? What does this have to I do with I guess
0: anytime you're telling a story about someone.
1: So you're like, okay, so I was hanging out with my friend Demi,
0: you know, the hot one. That's definitely not how it was, like, it was said. <laughs> but um, uh, if I said that, I could see that well, that would be an unnecessary yeah. overshare.
1: Because that's what, I mean, the way you were describing it, I was like, why is that?
2: I honestly
0: forgot, like, how it came up.
1: Were you the one who was uh,
2: using the adjectives? Yeah.
0: And Natalie was just (laughs) like... Natalie (laughs) being like, this dude was a 10 out of 10. (laughs) But Natalie definitely, that's the thing. But Natalie will definitely... I know when she finds certain guys attractive. But Natalie's response is, I know you don't care. And I don't. I, I have no problem with her acknowledging that she finds certain men attractive. Like, I'm confident with how she feels about me, but that's just me.
2: I think it's, I think there is a little something about the way that, like, and I don't think this is an exclusively gendered thing at all. I think it can, people can have very different opinions on this, but I do think there is something about, like, my female experience where it's, like, you're kind of fed this message of, like, be careful, men might cheat. Like, just in general, like, the way all these, like, Cultural stories about men being like sex fiends, or men being people you have to like lock down or trap. Like I think some of that can like subconsciously be present in a way that just like makes like little like even though it should be perfectly equal because you guys have great communication, there is a, a little something about like hearing a guy call a girl hot that like prickles something up, yeah. even if you're very confident. Anyway,
0: it was just an interesting conversation we had, and she and we were talking, and she's like, I I think you'd be surprised how many. Uh, people are not interested in, in hearing that. And I was like, you hey, might be right. I might, it might, cause I know that I'm definitely like, I, I, I lean into the, I like the truth. I don't, I, uh, you know, I'm, I, I do. And so like, I like knowing that I can, for me, it's just like, I know that Natalie thinks other, like, just factually, Natalie knows other people in this world are attractive. So I like knowing that I'm confident enough in myself to know who those people are without, like, is being it just in, like a, does that make sense? Yeah, but make, why
2: do you think? Do you think it's just like a curiosity thing? Do you think it's like a?
0: I'm not always being like, "Are you think he's good looking? Do you think he's good looking?" But I, fine with her pointing it out if it like. And there's always like, it's always context, right? If I felt like she was like, I'm like, I get it. You want to, you know, like she doesn't, you know what I'm saying? But if she were like, oh my God, he's so handsome. I'd be like, no, you know what I'm saying? But like, if it's just like, I, you know, she's an attractive person. So like, obviously guys were, you know, responding to her a certain way. And it was just like, you know, I don't know what I said, but it was just like, is it always, is it just best to leave it out unless someone asks or you know, like it's just more. Yes. It, are you just better to not?
1: Yes. It's so. You you int- think
0: just better than not.
1: It's just like why? I don't know. It's so. Because I, I think sometimes
0: I think context matters. I mean, people treat people by how they look. People respond to people differently by certain things. I mean, it's just it's a it's a it's a detail.
2: Yeah, there's like two sides to it because it's like on one hand it's like why does it matter? On the other hand, it's like you don't want to be like omitting
1: stuff. But I think that's like
2: it's a like real- we both
0: know this person's. Like, but if you both know, then what's the
1: point of mentioning it?
0: I guess it's because it's a discussion point. I yeah,
2: I guess it's like, are you viewing this as something that you'd usually mention, so you're saying, okay, I'm a spe- specifically going to not say this with my partner? Because I don't think you're saying like, oh, like you should throw it in with your partner. You have yeah, to I mean,
0: it's not like, <laughs> should we just take a moment and talk about how good-looking this person is? No, it's none <laughs> of that. It's just, it's a, it is a fact or an opinion, one of the two. And it's not meant to be a threatening factor opinion. It's just a data point, really.
2: Do you think it's acceptable to have, like, on the topic of having, thinking about people's attraction, like outside of someone you're in a relationship with? Do you think it's acceptable at, to, of course, you can acknowledge someone's hot. At what point does it become like, okay, shady? Like, can you, if you feel a little bit attracted to someone,
0: well, if do you, you think have to keep shady? saying it. It's like, damn, they're good looking. It's like <laughs> we get it, you know. But because like, then you're just kind of appreciating their attractiveness rather than, and it, I, it's a subtlety. I'd really, I'm curious what people listening will say. I, my guess is it's it, it, there's two sides of the coin. It really, I think it, I think it so much matters how it's said and how it's delivered. Totally. And to your point, Amanda, I think it can be triggering for some, even if it's me- if it's well intentioned and not meant to. They're not gawking. It's just more like I just was pointing out what I thought we both knew. And and some people might just not want to hear it because it may be, maybe it scratches an itch. Totally. I learned that maybe not everyone is as open to just full disclosure right off the bat. It's something that potentially I need to be more mindful of.
2: Totally. Yeah, I think it really could rub people the wrong way.
0: Because you have to like... Yeah. I took that for granted. Uh, We have uh, an update for you guys. Uh, Allie is going to do the honors. Okay. What, What was the episode?
1: Listeners, do you remember? It was episode 359, and this woman was saying that she was dating this guy who had cats, and he treated the cats better than her, better than even himself. They would, like... Sit in his chair on the couch in the Like she was just like, Can we not have the cats on top of us? And he, he was asked, like, No. Yeah, he asked her to get allergy shots. He did offer to pay for them, but still like a bold. Yeah, I remember that guy. Yeah. Okay. So she wrote in and she said, Hi, I was on the podcast at the end of November and do have an update. Following the recording, I had a serious talk with my ex and told him what I needed more of to feel valued and supported in our relationship. What was my advice? I just remember you had this iconic line. You were like, you shouldn't be jealous of his cat. (laughs) I think it was like, he's not making you a priority at all. Okay. Okay. So she said, following the recording, I had a serious talk with my ex and told him what I needed more of to feel valued and supported in our relationship. And he ended up promising to not only schedule us couples counseling, but that he would go on individual therapy to try to show up better for me. A month went by and he fell back into his old habits and didn't prioritize me in the way he promised and he never followed through on any of the therapy." I ended things in early January, and while it was hard, I definitely feel like it was the right decision. I've been dabbling in online dating and have some dating horror stories already, but I think the experience of my last relationship and talking with Nick helped me realize that I need to prioritize listening to my gut when, I, when I'm when i evaluating how I feel around a potential partner. I sometimes get lonely, but it feels good to value myself and not accept someone who makes me feel unimportant. Great. Thanks. That's awesome. And also, people be lying about going
2: to therapy. Like uh, people, it's people. kind of like a it's final such a, like. Chip. I feel like that's, that's it's that's so common for people to be like. Oh, I think that's more an LA in, thing. Yeah, like in the like the desperation of wanting something, be like, "Oh, go to therapy, I'll do anything," and then like they oh. don't follow through. Oh,
0: you're usually lying about going to therapy. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Like
2: making an empty promise to go to therapy. Sure. Specifically, yeah, yeah. men.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Not a single girl I've dated has ever lied about going to therapy.
0: I love that she. I love that she mentioned that even though while well, she is out there dating and there are bumps in the road, she's not discouraged by that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and it reminds me of even like what we talked about in the Justin Long episode of Ask Nick. And that girl was like, well, I'm just afraid to end it because then I'm starting over. And both you and Justin were like, even if it ends, you're not starting over because you have all this data and you have all this experience from the relationship that's going to help your future relationship. So it's like a similar thing of even though, you know, it's been rough out there in the dating world, she's got all this, all this experience. Well,
0: Godspeed. Godspeed. She's right. in the trenches and we interest. salute
1: her. <laughs> Can we like match make our callers? I feel like that would be fun. Hit me up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> slide in my DMs if you want to find love.
0: <laughs> Vizzy hard seltzer. That's right. Uh, I, I'm getting some DMs from our listeners, letting us know how much they're loving Vizzy hard seltzer. Uh, what one uh, listener said: I blame the vile files, and also thank you uh, because Vizzy hard seltzer is delicious. It's also got uh, antioxidants, vitamin C. So it's got a little uh, health benefit into your uh, spirit. Vizzy just launched their first nationwide mimosa hard salsa, and let me tell you, it's delicious. Vizzy has taken the classic OJ and champagne duo, which I know you ladies all love, uh, to a new level of creating a hard salsa inspired by the classic cocktail. Vizzy mimosa hard salsa is made with real OJ. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry orange, pineapple orange, peach orange, and pomegranate orange. What is it about mimosas that women love?
1: Dude, I don't know, but I my sister just told me, she was like, I'm not used to not having a mimosa every morning because vacation problems. And I was like, what a great way. This way you can get the mimosa, but you don't have to open like a whole thing of yeah. champagne. And then it goes bad. It's just like, it starts your day off mm-hmm. right.
0: Well, everything that Vizzy is doing is delicious and fun and has those vitamin C antioxidants. So Vizzy Hard Seltzer passes the vibe check. To find out where you can purchase Vizzy, go to VizzyHardSeltzer.com. Slash V-I-A-L, that is slash V-I-A-L, to get updates on their latest flavor drops and more. Sign up for their emails at Seltzer.com slash, subscribe. That's Seltzer.com slash, subscribe. Must be 21 or older. I hate wasting money, and people waste a ton of money on car and home insurance. And also time, and time is money. There are obviously so many things you'd rather be doing uh, than shopping for insurance, and whether it's for your car or it's home, but it's a necessity. It's thing we need to do, and you don't want to be paying more than you have to. And the good news is that our friends at The Zebra can help you uh, do that shopping around and get you the best rate. Do it really fast. Make it easy. Dare I say fun. Because it's fun to save money. The Zebra compares car and home quotes from every major insurance company side by side, giving you all the facts you need to make the right decision. It's the fastest way to find right coverage at the right price from a provider that you trust. In fact, the Zebra saves people on average uh, $922 a year on car and home insurance combined. Plus, they do it all in just five minutes. I don't know. $922 sure sounds like a whole heck of a lot of money. I don't remember how much I saved, but it was a nice little chunk and change. The thing is, it was fast. I hate doing shit like that. So when things are like, oh, that was easy. That was I,
2: fast, painless, better I always, always
0: love that, I, and I got that feeling from the, the Zebra. Uh, save time and money in minutes. Show your support by, for our show uh, by using this special URL, thezebra.com slash V-I-A-L-L, and you get uh, your free quote today. That's thezebra.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get a free quote. Super easy. Super Savings, The Zebra. We have a great show for you lined up. Uh, also, uh, ov- obviously a great week. We have the wonderful Chloe Cherry from Euphoria with us. Met uh, Nellie and I met her at a W Magazine party. She was very nice. And I was, she was like, what do you do?
2: You're she, always on the clock, Nick.
0: <laughs> I'm always on. <laughs> well, it was a party where it was a bunch of A-list celebrities and then Nellie and I. <laughs> and, 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 then, and Chloe was like, like what do you do Are you like a model or something and i was i was like no but thanks and then i was like no nah, i mean and then was, i was like i got a podcast and she goes that's it <laughs> i was like no nah, i could get it it's such a weird thing but she was super nice and so she's gonna be here chatting with us on wednesday let's get to our caller what's
2: your time with me let's ask nick your sexy
0: questions How's it going?
3: Good. How are you?
0: Good. What's your name?
3: My name is Elizabeth and I am age 24.
0: How can I help Elizabeth?
3: So I just wanted to call in and basically get clarification on the situation I've been dealing with since the summer. Um, and all of my friends and, you know, close loved ones basically have been trying to help me kind of navigate this situation. Um, and to kind of get more clarity on it, because the man that I've been dating since the summer um, has basically kind of been hot and cold. Basically, to give more clarity on the situation, he's a little bit older than me, about eight years old, eight years older than me. And I'm an elementary school teacher, and he is a um, realtor agent in the area. So he's super well known. And during the summertime, I had moved back to the area. And I had been going to church and um, kind of getting involved in my church community that I'd grown up in because it's next to the school that I work at. So one day uh, when I was going to church, he had come up to me um, and kind of asked how I was doing um, and um, asked who I was and what I do. So he was trying to get to know me and he ended up giving me his business card and he said to me, um, "Do you have cats?" And I said, "Yeah." Cats. Yeah, and he said, "I have a box of cat food that flew out of somebody's back window, or or trunk, and I have no use of it. So, would you like the box of cat food?" So, walked over to his car. He gave me some free cat food, and then asked me to dinner.
0: Do you think? Do you, do you think he like always has cat food in his car, and like maybe?
3: That was my first thought. I was like. I don't know if this is kind of creepy. It's like, you know, that cliche story of, you know, the kid with the the candy and the... That's... It has the exact same
1: energy as, I have some candy in my van. Do you want to come get a piece?
0: (laughs) And like, you know, he's a a real estate agent and not that I... There's a lot of... It
1: came flying out of someone's trunk.
0: You know, some guy has his face in a park bench. He probably has a couple tricks up his sleeve of how to like diffuse uh, an awkward uh, situation. (laughs)
3: <laughs> That's so funny. That's exactly what my mom said. All my friends thought it was hilarious too. free cat food. I was like, we're right out of church, so um, I don't think anything sketchy could really happen. <laughs> so sure. um anyways, I basically had been in a long-term relationship about um, seven months before this where I was living with a partner and that didn't work out. Um, he ended up moving away and joining the army. So for the next seven months, I was going to therapy um, and I was focusing on myself, got a new job, um, was doing school over the summer to continue my degree. And that's when this guy had kind of popped in and said, do you want to go to dinner? So I talked to my therapist about it and I was like, I don't know if I should go, you know, do I still need to work on myself? And he was like, look, you're a good girl. You're a nice girl basically have just had some, you know, bad luck with um, partners in the past and bad situations. And he was like, you know, you just need to tell whoever you're dating, I'm just looking for somebody nice and somebody who's going to treat me nice. So I went in with the mentality of like, at the very least, I'm going to have a nice friend from this Um, because I just met him. I was like, I don't know if this is romantic or if it's platonic or whatever. So we ended up going into the date um he picked me up um and we went down the road to this restaurant and the date went really lovely uh the conversation really flowed we pretty much clicked really well um and i was pretty surprised by that so i'm pretty peculiar with um who i connect to and i'm not like very keen on you know like uh um getting feelings very quickly So I was actually surprised by how lovely it went. I was like, you know, this guy's really nice. I'd be open to another date. Um, So after the date, he ended up walking me around my block like four times because he wanted to talk to me even more, asked to hold my hand, was complimenting me, was really sweet. Um, So the next day, he had mentioned inviting me to his Bible studies, and the next day, he picked me up to bring me to his Bible group study with families that he was very close with in the area and that some of them he had actually sold houses to. So um, he took me there actually weekly and was introducing me as his date. Um, And his friends actually prayed on us dating one time, which I was really surprised by because I didn't really have anything like that happen to me before that. Are you,
0: is that, I mean, that sounds intense to mm, me, yeah. but like for other people, it might seem like a normal thing. How is that for you?
3: Yeah. So I was pretty open minded with it. It did seem intense for me too. Like I was like, you know, this seems they pretty, on
0: you pretty special. Huh? To, yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. For
1: religious people, absolutely.
0: What if, what if one person is just like, hey, I'm still getting to know you?
1: I think it's more. It's, There's a lot
0: of pressure there.
1: No, I think it's more. I don't know. You're like eight
0: people around you being like, "We want God to make you guys date."
3: Well, to give more clarity, it was a breakfast uh, Bible study that I had with him and his two other friends, and they're married and have a baby together. And so it was just the four of us that morning.
0: Did you, and I mean, they and I basically saw it, said, "You, like, you walked in like these. You understood like the stakes of this environment. Like it's a pressure cooker of a." Uh, So that's an intense environment to walk in for someone you like just met and like are getting to know.
3: Yeah, it felt comfortable because it was almost like very spontaneous. Like it didn't feel like they expected to really pray on us. Like it wasn't like we're going to have this meeting and we're all going to, you know, sit here and pray on them. It was more of like we were having a Bible study like usual. And I think that from my perspective, like they were seeing us together, and I think that they more likely wanted it to go well. So what they said when they prayed on us, they were like, you know, we want you guys to have a good time and to just have fun getting to know each other and basically for it to be good and to be like lighthearted and fun. So it wasn't like anything like, I hope you guys get married or blah, you know.
0: I guess I'm just more curious about like walking into an environment where you have married couples and you know, the praying on the thing is one thing, but it's just... Depending on how you feel about that situation, because I mean, I, at this point, I don't know if he's more interested in you or you're interested in him, and you're just kind of trying to feel it out, and or right. if you so are really excited.
3: I at the at this point in my life, I'm a very monogamous, um, relationship-oriented type of person. Um, I don't like you know talking to multiple people at once. That's why I like to get to know somebody very well before I do end up you know saying like, look, we're going to be exclusive or we're going to um, be in a relationship or vice versa but I've also never been the one to kind of put the label on things so I kind of am like to go with the flow and see where it goes because I like things to be natural and not like be forced or anything like that so
0: mm-hmm. so so what ha- like wh- then what happened and what 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 brought it the qu- what's the question
3: everything was going great you know um so basically like we went on more dates. Long story short, um, we kissed. Um, he ended up writing me love poems about our first date, um, dropped that off to me when, we, when I was out with my friends one night and then went home early. Um, and then we went and sat in the park. And here's where things started to change. He sat me down and he said, you know, I've been telling you about my hip problem and how I have pain in my hip. Um, And he's been going to physical therapy for these things. He told me after we kissed and, you know, talked about like dating um, and things like that. And he said, you know, I want to be able to give you 100% before I can commit to you. Um, And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, I wasn't really expecting you to kind of go so forward with things. Um, Because he would compliment me a lot and kind of like talk about you know, why don't we just tell people we're engaged just like a joke? But like... He said that? If you say something like that, it's not really a joke, you know? He said so, that? So Yeah. You would say little things like that all the time.
0: <sighs> okay. That's a red flag. But all right, go ahead.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I was kind of like, whoa, like slow down, buddy. So he ended up telling me at the park one day um, after kissing me and like telling me that he really liked me, I went to rehab for um opiates and... I had a mental breakdown and went to, um, had to be in a mental facility to withdraw from the opiates. And he said that it was from his surgeries, from his past elbow surgery, um, from his pain with his hip. And he said that he was in the most pain of his life in the same sentence. And then he basically said, look, I don't, I can't be in a relationship right now. And I have to focus on working this pain. And I said, okay, well, if you're in that much pain, then I think that it is something that you need to deal with on your own, anyways. So um, I tried to be supportive of him. You know, he stopped going to church, he stopped going to Bible studies. I didn't really suspect that he was using a gun until he started to not act like himself. And his sentences seemed slurred. You know, he wasn't, his sentences weren't adding up. He wasn't Mm -hmm. acting like his upbeat self and his. Favorite quote was, I'm going to go back to being low key. This guy had no furniture in his house, has never owned a TV. I'm not sure what he does in his free time. That's why I was like, this guy is saying he's going to go back to being low key more times than he's ever leaving his house. So that's when I started. I was talking to all my friends. I'm like, guys, I think he's using again. I think that, you know, he might be doing this. I don't know. He's not acting like himself. And for like two months straight, I was like, am I crazy? Or is this guy actually, you know, going back into his opiate use? So he told me that he had surgery um, on October 15th. This was back in the fall. And about a month before his surgery, he was kind of connecting with me and sat me down for dinner. And that's like the most that he could do, he said, was um, have me come over to his house and he would um we'd share a dinner together. So
0: this is after he was like, I can't like date you anymore.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Why, and, why were um, you so
0: willing to just accept everything he wanted?
3: Because we weren't in a relationship and I wasn't at the point where I was emotionally invested enough. Like I and that's the thing is I did start kind of getting a little bit upset because it was almost like I was worried. I was I got worried about him. Yeah, And then, so I said, you know, I want to sit down and talk to you. Um, and he had mentioned to my mom before, you know, I've struggled with my um, sobriety and things like that. And that's when he had said to me, like, look, I can't give you hundred percent while I'm doing my pain and work. And when I do give you hundred percent, he said, I want to be able to tell all the old ladies at church that we're getting married. And I was like, whoa. Like, I don't know if that's a joke. I don't know if that means he's 32. So clearly he's looking for, you know, a relationship that's probably going to lead to marriage, but he also is a virgin. Um, and that's something that has been part of like his family life. His brother was a virgin as well and got married to his wife who was a virgin and like going to church and like, uh, like church was very instilled in their lives. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, okay, this guy is looking for um, a relationship that's going to probably lead to marriage because he probably doesn't want to be in the dating game too much. But I don't know if that's true because when he did that and he sat me down and he said, look, um, I, I said to him, uh, what are they giving you for pain other than physical therapy? And he said, they're giving me muscle relaxants. And at the time, I was kind of naive about it because I was like, okay, well, I guess they have to give them something for pain. But then my mom was like, you know, they don't give painkillers to somebody who was addicted to pain unless they're not telling them that they went to rehab. So basically that was his, um, kind of like, I felt like his sneaky way of saying like, I'm using, um,
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a specialist in, in
3: addiction.
0: Uh, like I got a couple of questions for you. Like, so, what's your main question with this guy like
3: so main question is is was this guy basically being sneaky with me um and or was this guy being honest with me in his actions like was he probably just dealing with his pain or was he being dishonest with me um what are your intentions
0: with this guy like what are your hopes if any for this person in your life
3: Well, currently, him and I aren't talking. And that's Mm -hmm. why I was more likely looking for clarity on the situation.
0: Why aren't aren't you talking?
3: After his surgery, we weren't really talking that much. Mm -hmm. Um, We went on a couple of dates. um, And he was like, you know, I want to talk to you about how I've been feeling about you. Like, and maybe get back onto where we were. And then all of a sudden, I got this text from him um, that said, I don't want to hang out with you one-on-one anymore and you didn't tell me that you used to smoke pot and i feel like you weren't being honest with me and that's not how you build a foundation for a relationship um and he was like you know i wish all the best for you and i do care about you but based on your past i don't want a relationship and i was pretty shocked when i got that text because i was like you disappointed <laughs> you know sure. i was yeah disappointed in him a lot of times, Um, or I felt like I was like, you know, I felt like this guy was being dishonest with me for months. Um, So I guess I'm just wondering why he reacted like that, especially with his past and him not being as upfront and honest with me as he should have been. And then basically, when I asked him to sit down and talk about it and say, look, if I've been honest, dishonest with you or not um, opened up to you as I should have before, Um, and have that chance to talk to him about it, um, mostly because I was really caught off guard. And so apparently somebody was talking to him about my past that he knows in town. And he said, it's a small town, blah, blah, blah. And so basically he said, I don't want to meet up. I'm just moving on. (laughs) And then he basically, um, he blocked me on Facebook, which I've never even contacted him before on. um, And, remove me on Instagram, it's, which it's, I don't I mean, really Hopefully use. for him,
0: it's not about you. I wouldn't take it personally. What's your dating history before this guy?
3: Um, My dating history, I've been in a few relationships, but I don't really, I haven't really gone on dates much. I go, I live in a small town where people don't really approach you that much. Sure. I don't use dating profiles. Why not? Basically, um, I've been going to school and I was in a relationship for two years um, from 2018 to 2020. And then before that, it was really just high school, like immature relationships. Why don't you go on dating apps? Because I don't find that there is a lot of people with the same mentality as I do. I think you'd be surprised.
0: I mean, it's easy to think, it's easy to notice the things that you don't like in anything. Right. Yeah. There are people, hookup culture is a big thing, obviously, but... There's still a lot of people out there who aren't participating in who have the same morals and values and some of them are on dating apps and it's just a way to meet people and if you are yeah. living in a small community uh what's well, harder to meet people because there's just you know your circle's a little bit smaller it's a way to expand your circle you know right and then you, yeah my you know,
3: sister actually met her husband on Tinder there you so go.
0: and then you just I make sure know you that. have a lot of you know boundaries and expectations, and you like have you understand what you're looking for? Yeah, I'm a little worried for you in this situation. This guy's a mess for everything you're telling me. I, you know, it's this why he said what he said. I don't know. I mean, if he really is suffering from substance abuse and maybe he's relapsing, relapsing. I mean, uh, it would I would question anything he he says. Is he projecting his own decisions and and struggles and trauma onto you? Probably, you know. Um, but I'm worried for you because I think this guy makes you feel needed. I think you're trying to be level-headed, you know, with the, you know, yeah, I'm just taking it slow. And I think on, on a lot of aspects you are taking it slow, but you are getting caught up potentially wanting to date this guy all while like looking out for his best interest. You know, you're worrying about whether he's relapsed when you haven't even heard from him. You are, you're, you're. I think you're too invested in this guy. You you haven't really dated all that much or or know all that well. And then he gave you a bunch of kind of other before even finding out that he was you know suffered from substance abuse and, and might not be totally you know through that process or fully healed and, and subject to maybe relapsing, relapsing, yeah, you know, the intensity of like, let's just tell people we're engaged you know like this guy's all over the map, you know in terms right. of what he is you know he, he has a lot of work he, it seems like he needs to do, and that's right. that needs to happen as a single guy, out of out of his life. And I think, unfortunately, whether he intends to or not, people like you who come into his life before he's fully healed, he's going to hurt, unfortunately. Emotionally, most likely, because, you know, he's like a, a walking, like, help me poster. And if you want to feel needed, and if you want to feel like you can add value to someone's life, you know, it's, it's easy to want to try to help him. Because I'm sure he... He seems well intentioned and there's he, he at moments like you said can be very charming and there's a lot to like about this guy but I think what's clear is that you need to distance yourself and you have to stop letting his actions make you feel less than about yourself like him right. blocking you on Facebook you know I tell people all the time block people For your own good, because it stops you from seeing someone not to get a reaction from you. So I don't know if this guy's taking my advice, but the only way you should be interpreting is oh, maybe he just needs to work on himself and heal. Maybe he doesn't want to see what I'm doing on Facebook. It's not that you're communicating with him, that he can, like, you know, if you're posting and, you know, whatever, maybe he just wants to remove himself. Maybe he thinks, maybe he actually has a moment of self awareness to realize I need to just keep her out of my life because. I'm a mess right now, and I don't want her investing energy in me because I can't give her what she wants back. So I just need to remove myself. And he's trying to stop himself from reaching out to you, because in a moment of weakness, he might do that, you know? So like it's not your job to like analyze him or try to understand what he's thinking or all these things. I think you just need to see the big picture, and that is, nice guy. had a nice moment, whatever, but not my guy and uh, he needs to heal and i need to look elsewhere for someone and that elsewhere should maybe be some dating apps with some boundaries and expectations for yourself so you don't get caught up in other people who don't want what you want you know
3: right and you are still
0: very young and you have a lot of time on your hands but like investing in people who have work to do in themselves and you know that they do is is not is 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 wasting your time
3: right Um, yeah
0: and yeah. it's it's uh you can really invest and it could get really hard and and you could really fall for this guy, and it could be all wrapped up in this kind of you know, this toxic situation that you know it just seems like whatever he's going through he's made it pretty clear that he's not in a position to start and and grow a healthy relationship, and you're right, at risk exactly. of being really kind of on this emotional roller coaster for a long time
3: yes, yeah, and I think I should have realized that. Um, especially when one of these the older ladies at church had said to me when he was next to me oh you you really like to date all the young ladies at church don't you and i thought that was kind of like a joke you know i was like oh okay but i didn't so think that the it first was girl so from church he's dated. um apparently he goes around to almost every young lady at church and you know yeah, maybe a, that's
0: just like maybe he wants to meet someone religious and so he's like Hitting on all the single girls at church, like it's not a crime, but like it just shows that. No,
3: absolutely not. You know,
0: yeah. it's yeah. It's, this guy's this guy's a mess right now. That's not even. I honestly, I don't think that's much of a red flag. He's. It makes sense from what you're telling me. He seems like he wants church to be a big part of his life, and pretty easy. You know, the easiest way to make to make sure that someone is also like shares your same religious values is to meet someone at church. You know, right? And um, you just get to see it, and the other ladies at church get to see it you know, dating apps offer at least some privacy and who you're swiping right on. And he's just swiping right at Bible study, you know? And so <laughs> the important thing is, is that you just need to see the big picture. He's not in a position to give me what I want. And it's not healthy. Yeah. And I need to stop. I, you need to police yourself to stop wondering why or what he means or what his intentions are or why he did this. And if he's okay, I mean, sound cold? he's not your problem you can get clarity from yourself. Right. So you're getting clarity for how he feels about you or his choices. You don't need, you don't need his clarity. You just need your clarity needs to come from you deciding he's not in a place to give you what you need. Right. It doesn't need to come from why does he like what's going on in his life or why is he choosing to do what he's doing? Like he can't give you any answers that are going to give you the clarity that you think you want. And right. that's the rabbit hole. That's the trap. That's that's how people like him and, you know, by, by people like him, I mean, like someone who's just like comes and goes, can't mix up their mind for whatever reason. And, right. And then you assign this like, oh, they need me or like, oh, I just, you know, you're just on a very sleepy slope of being able to lie to yourself about why you're going to do what you're doing. and. I, I, in as far as seeing him, you know, listen, it's going to be awkward the first couple of times that you see him around, and especially if you've cut him off, you know. So you just have to get through that. Be around friends, be around family. Try to early on maybe avoid, you know, some situations or that he might be at. But like, he'll get used to that. But like, make sure that you're strong enough to say no, right, to him, even though it's, it's tempting to say yes,
3: right. Right.
0: Absolutely. So, um, okay.
3: Okay. Thank you so right. much. I appreciate All right. it. Best of luck. Thank you. All All right, have a goodbye.
0: good day. You too. Bye-bye. How's it going?
4: Good. How are you?
0: Good. What's your name?
4: Uh, I'm Jill and I'm 27.
0: How can I help Jill?
4: All right. So a bit of a doozy for you, but I'll try to keep it quick. Um, so I got out of a relationship, a three-year relationship um, back in September um, and very soon after exiting said relationship, I met somebody else. Wasn't my intention. I wasn't on dating apps or anything like that, but it happened quite organically. Um, I met him through some mutual friends and we met at a, um, at like a dinner party um, and we hit it off right away. We spent that night together, didn't sleep together, but did stay in the same house and um, the next day we like exchanged numbers and it kind of just took off Um, once again, unintentionally wasn't trying to meet somebody, but there we go. Um And we dated for uh, only five weeks, Um, but I was in a, I was in a transitionary period. You know, I had just left a relationship. I hadn't even found a new place to live yet. So I was kind of couch surfing between friends and house sitting and dog sitting and staying with my parents. And it was a bit of a mess. Um, But he was um, a pretty big support system for me at that time. Um, Very helpful. And he had been through a similar situation a couple of years previously. So um, anyways, we hit it off pretty well right away. Um, We had a lot in common. We would um, have really good conversation, which I think was something that I was missing in my previous relationship. Um, We would go on dates. We had dates in, we had dates out, like everything was, it was moving at a pace that I thought was respectful to my previous relationship. I wasn't trying to rush anything. I wasn't
0: jumping into anything. What do you mean by you thought it was moving at a pace that was respectful to your previous relationship?
4: I wasn't trying to go from one relationship into the next. I wasn't trying to, you know, um, why
0: were you trying to respect your previous relationship?
4: Yeah, I think uh, because there was still, you know, I just, I still had respect for him as a human. And like, even though we weren't compatible in a relationship sense, I didn't want him to feel hurt that I had moved on to somebody else.
0: No, I know. It's just one of those things that's, and like, yeah, that makes you sound like you're an empathetic person who cares. I just think we needed. We need to change our kind of phrasing on that because you were dating, right? did not stop you from yeah. dating. It didn't stop you from right. doing whatever it is you had the right to do. Mm. And yeah, we can feel bad when we when relationships end and but we spend we spend too much time living in past relationships in our head. You know, whether you're the breaker yeah. upper or the one who's been broken up with. And as cold as it might sound, like if if you get broken up with or or what who, whoever does the dumping just because you haven't moved on yet doesn't mean the other person doesn't have the right to live their life you know right. and short of you like throwing it in their face um you have everyone has the right to do that anyway i digress go ahead
4: Thank you. Okay. Um, So speaking of breakup, so we dated for about five weeks and it was going really well. Um, And I felt like everything was, you know, I felt like it was very aligned and then it was supported by our mutual friends. And um, I felt very strongly like I was on the right path. Um, And then so he ended it very abruptly. I was taken the very guy. off guard, new guy.
0: And he well, what yeah. did he say?
4: So he took me out for a walk. I thought we were just going for a walk. I had no idea this was a breakup walk. Take you for a walk. Um, okay. And I was like, How do we feel? Yeah, about he's that? like. <laughs> um, well, he was like, Do you want to go for a walk? And I was like, Yeah, I want to go for a walk. That sounds great. Like, I'll meet you in an hour. I had no idea that there were other intentions for this walk other than just like going out for some fresh yeah. air. Um, and so we meet up and we're just like catching up about our day. And then, uh, and then he basically was like, so I don't actually want us to be dating anymore. And I was just like completely caught off guard. I didn't <laughs> I see it want coming. Us to I didn't be dating anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, his reasoning was that he, um, He was searching for an intangible feeling that he just didn't feel with me. And he wasn't getting excited about the next steps. Okay. Um, What'd you say? Yeah. And that's kind of, I was like, well, like from an outsider's perspective and like on paper, I can totally respect that. I wouldn't want him to be with me if he wasn't feeling the way that I was feeling. Um, But it really hurt. And it was like,
0: So tough. It's so hard in that moment to just (laughs) say. You know some version of I'm sorry you feel that way and not yeah. try to, you know, be like, Well, I don't know. I heard on a podcast or in a book that like the, the spark's <laughs> overrated, so like maybe you should. Exactly. Give a, it's really hard not to like reason with this person, but um, totally. the absolute best thing to do is to just be like, Oh, okay, well, cool, like, unbothered yeah. is really the best way. Um,
4: I know, but I was very bothered. I know, we're <laughs> human. to me, I'm like how are these feelings not mutual? Like a, how are you not feeling exactly the way that I'm feeling? Like I, I, ask I felt like, um, not exactly. I did. I did ask him like, are you sad about this? Like, you know, and, and he said that he was, um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I get
0: it. such a, <laughs> it's, it's such a loaded question.
4: It is. He's, yeah, um you know, and I just I think the hardest sudden, part was even that if I he just he said
0: yes, then you're then you're then he's going to have to be respectful for those feelings, you know. It's just yeah. like, oh, well she's sad, so I guess I have to mourn the loss for all you know he met someone else.
4: Right, exactly. You know? So I think the hardest part was that I just like I didn't see it coming. It totally caught me off guard and I felt like I felt like the rug was ripped out from under me before things even got started. Like I felt like I was you know, it was just like the potential of where this was going to go was just like right away, just eliminated before, before it even really took off. And that was, that was hard for me. And it still is hard to me to the, for like right now to understand and to let go of that. Okay. So I'm sad. I'm telling my friends, you know, I'm going to be okay, but like, I'm sad about it. And then 10 days later, I get a message from him, it's 9pm on a Sunday, and I just moved into my new apartment and he was like, hey, how did your move go? Like, do you need any help unpacking? And I'm like, is this a booty call? I'm pretty sure this is a booty call. And, and I went for it. And I, and I, I know that that probably wasn't wise. But in that moment, I was like, "Oh, maybe he's changing his mind. You know, maybe he realized what he'd missed in the past ten days. I don't know what I was thinking." Nick, don't
0: laugh at me. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm thinking I'm both like bad at my job, but also thankful. There's like very practical things that we talk about that are not complicated are so hard to do in the moment, which allows the show to continue. I'm just being selfish right now. (laughs) Well,
1: you're welcome. Um,
0: But, yeah, it's just like, fuck, haven't you been listening? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it was uh, just so you uh, you probably know this, but for a moment you were in the driver's seat with all the power. And, and then you gave it all away. Uh, I gave it up. But I there'll gave be it up. A, I did. This, the, the good news is for you is it'll be a cyclical thing if, if you allow it to be.
4: Right.
0: So you hooked up. What happened after the hookup?
4: Uh, we hooked up, you know, he did not help me unpack. Like we just hooked up. We, we talked, we didn't talk about the fact that he was in my apartment again, that he had come back after changing his mind. Like none of that was discussed.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, it was just like, just casual sex. That was, that was it. Um, yeah. And then he left and then it happened again a few days later. <sighs> and so in my mind now I'm spiraling and I'm like, okay, are we friends with benefits now? Is this a one, two time thing? Like, what is this? Uh, I'm trying to make sense of it. I'm trying to make it add up.
0: Yeah. There's nothing, to add, I, up. It's, there's nothing to add up. There's nothing add up. Yeah. You, you yeah, wrote here, I, you wrote here, I'm reading. I don't want to never see him again, but every time yeah. we hook, hug- of course not. You wanted to date him, or at least you were interested in getting to know him more. So this logic Mm -hmm. of which, like many people in your position, do think, well, but I want to see him again, and if I want to see him again, then it's it should be okay to see him. It's my choice; it's not his. You know, like that's you trying to convince yourself that like you're making a a, like a power decision. I want to see him, so I'm going to see him, and that's me taking my power back. Yeah, no, that's convincing you, convincing yourself of how little you're willing to accept with how you want. Of course you want to see them. Right. You wanted to date them. And unfortunately, when it yeah. comes to dating, is sometimes we have to say no to ourselves about the things that we want because we're, mm. we're still saying, if we do say yes, we're saying yes to, like, some, not all, you know? Right. And you can be thankful. Uh, you met him. You could be thankful for the good sex, but chemistry is just a small part of a, a lot that you're going to need in a relationship. What you have going for you is that he likes having sex with you. <laughs> and uh-huh. if if you still are hoping that, as I've mentioned, you know, recently, and situ- like a, this is a, this is quickly just, just turned into a situationship overnight. Yeah, you know? it did. And the and mm-hmm. and most situationships i would argue will never come to be but the good news is is that what you have going for you and i'm not trying to give you too much hope here but it did start with the attempt of being romantic which for a lot of people in situationships it doesn't even get that far it's just like you hooked up one night and the guy right off the bat is like hey i'm not looking for a girlfriend or 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 the girls like i'm not looking for a guy friend and yeah. oh, you're cool, we can hang out. And they set those kind of parameters of a situationship right off the bat. And you didn't have that. So mm-hmm. that's good news for you. So he might, and since he referenced, you know, not feeling the chemist or the spark or whatever the fuck or whatever you call this intangible euphoric feeling that he was you know. hoping to find, <laughs> he might learn that could, that could grow. But you don't grow it by pretending to be his girlfriend. Right. You know, he he spent time with you. You gave him some free sex. Hmm. It's time to stop. You got to cut it off.
4: I know. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and,
0: and, and listen, only if it, it depends on what you want. I I don't think you're in a, a a position right now emotionally. Not that I'm doubting you, but it seems everything you've shared that you would be playing games with yourself if you were if you tried to convince yourself that you also wanted. Just sex with this guy. Yeah. And you would be compromising those things and you would be, uh, you'd lose yourself in the situation by constantly feeling your, is any part of you feel like you hooked up with them, had good sex? Did you feel just at least an ounce of rejection after it was over?
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So every time you hook uh, up with them, you're going to feel rejected. Yeah. Every time.
4: Yeah. I get like a one day emotional hangover after I yeah. hook up with him. And
0: that's the rejection because of I'm knowing inspiring. that he was just like, no, yeah. no, nah, nah, I don't want you. I don't like you.
4: Yeah. You
0: know, yeah. You're reminded of that conversation. And there was,
4: I think that I'm hooked on like what I thought was the potential of where it could go and who he told me he was in the very beginning and how I felt like who I felt he was in the beginning. Um, he, because to me, I'm like, oh, that person's who, in there somewhere. Who is
0: that person? What do you mean?
4: Like the way that he made me feel, and just how he made me feel safe and supported.
0: Um, yeah, because you felt like you 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 felt like you guys were going the same pace, but like I don't know this yeah. guy or anything about him, right? In, For sure. Quite frankly, you don't know much either. But yeah. just because he doesn't like you the way you liked him, or at least he doesn't think he does, doesn't mean he's a different mm-hmm. person. What's only the only thing that's different is your perceived interest, his perceived interest in you. So, right. this whole like narrative of like, oh, I thought you were someone else, like, don't get wrapped up in, you just need to focus as hard as it might be, is he's not interested in, in giving me what I want. Mm. Turn, turn, change the narrative into, I'm not good enough for him into he's not willing to give me what I want. Because he does want you. Clearly. Mm. You know, yeah. he wants some of you. Yeah. He's not willing to give you all of it. And if you want to make yourself feel better, you can then say, yeah, probably this, probably, this, probably this guy is probably looking for something that doesn't exist. But that's not your business or your problem. But if you want to like remind yourself that it's not about me, I'm not being rejected. To make yourself feel Mm. better and allow yourself to think to yourself and change the narrative of your head is he's he's not giving me what i want he's giving me some of what i want i want more he's a nice guy whatever but i want more so just expect more of yourself and that will help you i mean it's no it's willpower it's no different than like whether you want to get in better shape or eat healthier or whatever it is like It's not easy to like not eat the cookies, you know, sometimes it's just you have to challenge yourself and wanting to eat the cookies doesn't make the cookie healthy for you.
4: Yeah, I think I recognize that it's not it's not healthy for me. And I and, you know, I spend a lot of time convincing myself of that. And then when he reaches out, it's just like I throw everything out the window and I'm available. I think
0: next time he reaches out, you ignore him. I don't care how many times he texts you or calls you. And if he follows up the next day, so he, he texts you one day, Hey, what's up? Something. Maybe he's going to get so comfortable. He's like, Hey, feel like some sex. I don't know. I don't, whatever he does text you. You just ignore it. Yeah. I don't care how many times he texts you the next day. You never follow up. If he texts you again as a follow-up to you, ignoring him, then you can say, Hey, sorry. I was busy. Don't explain anything. Just say you were busy. And that's true because you were busy staring at your wall. It doesn't matter. Whatever it was, it was (laughs) more important than getting back to him.
1: Right. And then if he's
0: like, oh, okay, well, are you free? Then you can say, sorry, I'm just like, I'll I'll be busy. And then if he really presses (laughs) you, you're going to say, like, that was a lot of fun, but I'm, you know, just not into that anymore. Make it say it in a way that almost indirectly, without being mean, makes it seem like, you're over the sex. You know what I'm saying? How can we say this? What's a clever I way do. of being like, uh, <laughs> it's nothing special. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> that was okay. Yeah. See that yeah. thing? Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> but, and just, that's yeah. all, that, that, that's the meanest you get. And then just, okay. If he presses you, then you say, listen, again, thanks for the walk, but like, I just want to respect, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm good. And do not, if, you, if, if he tries to come around, just make sure that he doesn't half-ass it.
4: I, don't, I honestly don't think he will come around. Like, I don't.
0: Good. Well, when I
4: really think about it, I don't think that it's going
0: to go there again. So, okay. I mean, who knows? That's, yeah. that's good that your mindset is like that. Because yeah. it most likely won't. Right. I've never said it to anyone, he's definitely going to come around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you will only be hurting yourself. Change yeah. his name to not healthy.
4: Not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Toxic.
0: Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, seriously, you need the reminder. Uh, yeah. Poison doesn't give poison me what I, I want. It. I don't know.
4: Yeah. No, I will. That'll be helpful. Not good enough <laughs>
0: for me. All right. Uh,
4: thank well, you so much. Good luck.
0: All right. Thank you. Right, Lovely to care. meet you. You too. Bye
4: bye. Take care. Bye. How's it going? Hi, how are you? Uh, My name is Sarah. Um, I'm 27. How can I help you? Nice to see you. Uh, I have been in a relationship, a six-month relationship uh, with my current boyfriend. He is 32. Uh, We're super happy. Everything has been going really well, minus a couple hiccups. And it's been a very healthy, mature relationship. I have a ton of love for one another. The only catch is is that he is in the military. That was something that he disclosed to me immediately when we started dating last summer. And he has new orders to move this summer, in June. Um, And again, he disclosed that straight away. Uh, And at the time, just because of his position in the military, um, the job that he has and the demand for it in his rank, Uh, He was very much under the impression that he was going to get the orders that he requested, uh, which is in another very desirable, highly populated city with wonderful weather. Um, Where we live now, um, also wonderful weather. I've always wanted to live here I moved here last summer. Um, Met him within a couple months of moving here. But, yeah, he did not get the orders that he anticipated. Mm. So... um, the orders that he got, um, again, not going really to disclose the branch or where it is, um, just for his privacy. But for you personally, uh,
0: you're not as excited. That's all that really matters in this scenario.
4: Yes. about the. I mean, so is he. He was absolutely devastated when yeah. he got the orders that he did. Completely blindsided, both of us. And it's um, still not like really in the lo-
0: United States, at least?
4: Yes, it's in the United States. But yeah, again, uh, where we live now is where we both in the long run, uh, prefer to settle down, whether it's with each other or whether, you know, we're in each other's lives, whatever it is, when it comes to, you know, settling down and having children where we are now is where we prefer. And so when we got the orders that we did, we were a little bit heartbroken. And so now we don't really know what to do moving forward. Um,
0: is he a lifer? Is he in the military for life? Is that like the career path he's chosen for himself?
4: Um, he is not in the military for life. No, that is not something he's interested in.
0: How long is this deployment once it happens?
4: Well, it's not a deployment. He's going to be living there for a few years. Three years, yeah.
0: Three years, okay. And you're like wondering what you should do?
4: Yeah, I mean, I guess my question is, is it crazy to have make a de- this decision? Because I'm going to have to leave my job. I'm going to have to leave the industry that I work in. The industry doesn't exist where this, teeny tiny town is um there's absolutely nothing for me there um there's nothing for him there besides his job neither of us want to be there
0: how much flexibility does his job allow him to travel or take vacations or
4: a uh, little to none <laughs> i mean he's gonna have to be in every single like
0: five days a week but does he does get vacations and weekends yeah like,
4: yeah I mean he gets vacation I mean are you implying like doing distance
0: and then yeah I mean I'm just looking at all the options for you right now you know
4: right um, no I, yeah, I get I, it how, how
0: passionate are are, are are you about your career you know like this, um, this is one of those moments in your life that you really like unexpectedly have to start like you know going through your, like, priorities in life. It might be, like, a good moment to, like, check in with yourself. Like, what I wanted for myself two years ago or five years ago, I might want differently. Like, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? When do you want to have kids? How important is your career to you? You know, some people, you know, will be like, I want to be a career person. I want to work up the corporate ladder. And their priorities change. It's like, yeah, it's not that money is not important to me. Or I want to have kids. And as much as I like my job, honestly... I want to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, there's no bad answers, but like this is kind of a time to you to try to evaluate that. Unfortunately, you have this, this kind of situation that runs the risk of you kind of lying to yourself of how you value certain things because you don't want to lose something else that you have. Um, and yeah, I think it's a total, totally reasonable uh, possibility that you don't immediately just move with him. If you have the conversation to move, you know, I don't, how far of a, how, how long of a plane ride is it away from where you are now?
4: Two and a half to three hours.
0: Okay. That's a doable plane ride. It, it, it's not, I'm not saying it's ideal, but three hour plane ride is is not an eight hour plane ride. It's, correct, and that, those will add up, you know, it's like one thing, like, oh, you live, <laughs> I live in LA, you live in New York, but like, oh my God, like, that's a journey uh, as opposed to, yeah, no, um you know, long distance is long distance, but I, I'm just trying to look at everything so
4: yeah, no, um distance was something um as soon as he got his orders to move here um he immediately was in, no to distance. Uh, we've both been in long distance relationships before um and that's neither of us are really interested in something like that again. I get um, it, but I, again,
0: priorities change, you know, like yeah. We what we all agree on is this situation sucks. Sucks. Yeah. It's not gonna not be sucky. So you can't find a, a solution that still doesn't suck. Right?
4: Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. That's
0: and I think we all agree that a three year long distance relationship isn't feasible, but it's a lot for you to ask to like quit your job and move to a, a, a place where there's literally nothing but him and he's gonna yes. be working a lot. Yes. So I don't care who you love or how great they are. That's just a lot to ask for someone.
4: It's a
0: ginormous sacrifice, yes. And I I don't, I mean, shit. I don't know like what kind of non-negotiables he has about long distance. But if I'm moving to the middle of fucking nowhere, uh, I might not, you know, I might be a little bit more like chilled out about like, I don't do long distance anymore because it's not like he's going to be meeting anyone. No, Not going to find a lot of yous there.
4: Yeah, no, that's something he's worried about. Um, Just with where he's been located um, in the past and then this next assignment. Um,
0: Are you considering moving there?
4: I am. (laughs) Um, I mean,
0: you can always move back too.
4: And I could always move back. How old are you? I'm 27. So I'll be 28 by the time uh, this move happens. And
0: you'll be 31 when it's over. It's not that long. (laughs) I know it sounds really long. But like, it sounds
4: long,
0: and I'm not saying it won't be like hard. But like, let's say you move and you break up halfway through. Like, if he doesn't get reassigned, you can still invest all your energy into this guy, have it not work out, and feel like that you gave three years of your life to this guy you're no longer with, and be 30 years old and feel like you're starting over.
1: Right. Without yeah, moving. no. Right. Correct.
0: You know, there's a bunch of people call it in or break it up and be like, I gave you five years and now I'm starting over and I'm 31 or 32 or whatever. Right. And they didn't have to move to the middle of nowhere to make a relationship work. <laughs> Correct. That's just a mindset, you know?
4: Yeah, no, yeah, I get that. Um, that's something that I'm afraid of, even though I shouldn't look at it that way. I know. I mean,
0: so like, how do you see yourself marrying this guy?
4: That's what I was getting ready to ask you. Um, (laughs) Well, obviously my first question was, is it insane to have all of this figured out in 11 months? But uh, my second question for you was, when he first got his orders last fall um, for this next assignment, um, he was kind of panicking in terms of, well, one, he's going to be in the middle of nowhere. He's going to be miserable for three years. And two, what it means for us. And if that means breaking up, if that's an engagement, if it's something in between. Um, Both
0: of those, from where I sit, breaking up or getting engaged sounds insane.
4: Oh, for sure, it
0: sounds truly insane. Don't do it. Don't break up, and don't get engaged just because you know. Like there are definitely many other options. At first, you you don't don't get engaged because he got sent. Like, what is an engagement going to do? What is that going to do for you? Like I know the logic is like I need to know you're serious about me, right? It's a financial commitment it. when
4: I'm already sacrificing everything else
0: in my life. Yeah, but engagement's not gonna change, change that. that. You're going right. to engaged, and I don't know. And honestly, a marriage is like it doesn't work out. You're it the, the 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 cost. I mean, how much secure Like, I don't know what is he like? It, it, he's in the military. It's not like it's he's he
4: makes good money. He makes good serious. money. Yes. But
0: like, fuck you, money. Like, you know. Oh, no,
4: absolutely not. But,
0: well, here's the thing uh, you would have to quit your job.
4: Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: But I, th- I think to-, to make this work, you guys have to think outside of the box. You have to be practical. You know, you have to maybe have conversations that sound really unromantic because like you're trying to get security. And that makes sense because like you might have to quit yeah. your job and move. But, like, getting engaged and married is not, I don't know, it's forcing an added that. Pressure. It's an added pressure. It takes away that moment that maybe you guys will eventually want down the road and want to feel, like, romantic and, like, it means something. Mm-hmm. You know? And I certainly get the security aspect, but, like, marriage can be another thing. I mean, I guess what I'm suggesting is, like, I don't know the landscape at all. Like, if if you move, like, is it just... You're not going to find a job.
4: Yeah, that's probably what it would look like. I would have to do something completely remote, leave the industry that I work in.
0: All right. So Uh you could, you know, maybe you could find something remote. There's that option. But until then, what security is he going to give you? You're moving for this guy. Right. It sounds a little unsexy, but is he going to pay you? I mean, I seriously, like he, like you, you don't have to get married or engaged to him for him to be like, listen, uh, this sounds nuts. I'm moving for my job i have to and i don't want us to break up i don't also want like i don't want us to get gauged because of this and i don't want i don't want to lose you but if you are willing to come i recognize that you have to quit your job and i recognize not only do you have to quit your job it's going to be hard for you to find another job
4: yeah so like absolutely.
0: i need to provide this i need to give you something so whatever that is
4: yeah, and I, think, yeah it, I have no idea
0: is he willing to have those kind of conversations because like...
4: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think the
0: biggest Absolutely. thing is you need to know how flexible he's willing to be. How outside of the box is he willing to get? Because that to me would be a barometer of you guys making this work. Because a lot of people in this in this position will have these like non-negotiables. Well, I don't do long distance. I guess we should get engaged then. That's, that shit is insane to be so drastic. And like, I right. have no idea what people listening are thinking about me suggesting like your boyfriend like gives you some sort of like monthly salary while you can't find a job pre-negotiating right. before he moves. I mean, you're laughing, but like no, that to me sounds no, a lot I, less insane. I totally get it. It's going to be impossible en- for
4: me to yeah, find work.
0: And- yeah, that sounds a lot less insane than you getting engaged or married or picking up your life for no reason or, or breaking up with someone that you love. But you're just not, right. that sounds more insane to me.
1: Okay, that's you know? fair.
0: Every relationship, problems happen. And you and, and to make them work, you guys have to think outside the box. Not because what other people think you should do or is it as romantic or is it like, you know, you protect the unit, you, you guys are a relationship and like how are we going to make this work? And I'm not saying that is the solution, but that is could be a solution that is easy to get out of, you know. You break up. I mean, it, it, you might even want to get a lawyer. It sounds unromantic, but like a lawyer helps prevent future fights and arguments. Cause right. you know, if that's something you guys do. Because like what like, engagement gives you no financial security. Correct. And if you guys eloped and got married, that would be s- crazy.
4: That's what I think. I've had you know, a few people mention that and, that's insane to me.
0: And he would he you would own half his wealth. I mean, if he's making way more than you and like, to me, I would, I'd rather be like, all right, listen, I'm not going to give you half of my wealth. Just if you want you to move, I love you, right. but I don't know where you are. I don't know where things are going to go. You could leave me. You could come. I'm, I mean, if I'm him, well, you elope, you move in the middle of nowhere, four months in, you're like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I just, I can't live this way. And that would be a reasonable thing that you might happen. And then all of yeah, a sudden like, he's married realistic. to you and and you could like, you, you could take half you know that's insane you know yeah. so like negotiating some sort of like thing that, that, that's outside of the box and not normal and it's not sexy but Absolutely. it's it's uh, <laughs> it seems a lot more easy to get out of you know if you break up you stop spaying you you move like he doesn't owe and you I'm anything gonna... else no but right. it's like it's because you he's asking you to quit your job
4: yeah a job friends
0: family call it whatever you know like it's not that he's just giving you mu- it, it's uh, it's a really unconventional solution i get it but this is an unconventional problem
4: i was gonna say none of this is conventional
0: yeah. so the only thing i feel strongly about is eloping would be insane and breaking That's up
4: off the co- no yeah. i'm not considering that.
0: <laughs> and, and breaking up i mean it sounds like there's a lot of good there and and just breaking up while you guys still care about each other you you might eventually break up, but like it may not be as bad as uh, you worry about. Who no, I don't know. Who knows?
1: Yeah, we have no idea. You have
0: no idea. And you also have the disappointment of like thinking it was going to be this, and then it's that, and it probably sounds way fucking worse than what you were expecting. And maybe you go and it's all right because he if he's if he ends up being the your guy, it'll be worth it. It'll just be a short three years. I mean, fuck. You need ma- to
1: stop saying short.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. We've been in a pandemic for two fucking years. Half the world's like yeah. living inside. Whether you live in the middle of nowhere. That's another
4: three.
0: Another solution. How much are we going to prioritize like taking mini vacations and traveling? What's the closest city to you guys?
4: Yeah, there's another. There's a an extremely large city within a, uh three
0: hours, maybe. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Literally, every other weekend, you guys could go there and get a hotel room and go to shows or whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be three years of you living under a rock, you know?
4: And we've discussed um, both of our parents live here where we're currently located, and we've discussed at least once a month flying back and
0: yeah, make no mistake. It will be a challenge, and it won't be convenient, and it's a crappy situation. But there are, if 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 it's if he's worth it, if you if you're worth it to him, you guys can make it work. That doesn't include you guys breaking up, or you getting engaged or married.
4: Right? No. Yeah, eloping is off the cards for me. So.
0: And uh, you're in a committed relationship, so regardless of where you live, you are investing a great deal of your personal life in this person.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's a risk you're taking. Everyone takes a risk when they're in a committed relationship. So,
1: right.
0: You know, if, if it doesn't work out, you don't need to go down this rabbit hole of like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, no regrets. Right. So now, like you, whatever. So you're also so dealing with a lot about. of disappointment of it, like just the surprise of it happening.
4: Right. Yeah, no, we were very taken aback by all of it and not the news we were expecting, but.
0: Uh, I would want, if I were in your shoes, all I would really want to know from my partner is some version of I don't know how we're gonna do this I do know I really love you and I really like I see myself marrying you and
4: yeah we agree, we agree that that's where we need to be at by the time the move yeah. happens so and I, we I, are I'm okay. willing
0: to think outside of the box for all you know like this could end up being like an amazing thing you know you guys could get oh, closer yeah, sure.
4: I have no doubt yeah. about that um, you could find
0: a, a job from home that you make a bank on that you can do anywhere
4: and then it's a win-win yeah
0: yeah you know and i don't think it's nuts for him to get settled in and like you move a month or two later
4: we've discussed that as well um him going out first and then uh me staying here uh until you know i find some work um and see how things go but
0: see um, see how you feel alone mm mm-hmm Assess how you miss each other.
4: I don't know how I feel about that, but time
0: will tell. Well, you the, the reason you don't feel... Well, if the only reason you would be nervous about that is because you have some sort of insecurity about something happening. Right. What a good time to face that insecurity <laughs> before you move or quit a job.
4: Uh, maybe it is an insecurity of the relationship failing. Um,
0: well, we've if you can't survive had- six months of long distance, then I don't know if you're going to survive this at all.
4: Yeah, no, I think he's already just had um some work trips already with the military. Um Luckily I've been fortunate enough to visit him on one of them. But um yeah, we've already had to spend some time apart. So I think any additional time to that would
1: be. But do you do you,
0: do you at least miss each other? Do you get excited to see him?
1: Oh, for sure. Absolutely.
0: There's there's a benefit in that. It sucks, yeah. but it also like <sighs> So the shitty part about like relationships and living with each other and being with each other all the time it's just harder to miss someone and sometimes it's fun to miss the person you love
4: oh first sure. yeah no I totally get that um
0: just I'm just trying to find the good here you know and
4: <laughs> <laughs> trying to find the silver lining no it'll be difficult
0: but yeah all, all right. right well best of luck
4: well thank you I, I appreciate think, it I
0: think you guys can get through this if it's I... if, uh if you want it to yeah
4: no. I think we
0: both want it too, but time will tell. All right. All right. Well, take care. <laughs> Thank
4: you very much. All
0: right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to send in your questions at asknickacastmedia.com. At cast with a K. I'd love for you to pre-order my book. Link is in the show description. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Rate, review. We love you. Bye.